What's up? What's up? This your boy Mark Curry from Hanging with Mr. Cooper. But you know what? Now I'm hanging with the homie Popo, politicking. You know how he do self help hip hop. That's right. Say that again. Say that fast. Self help hip hop. That's what. That's what's up. He representing San Diego, Oceanside, anything with a beach. He representing. That's right. He's trying to preserve hip hop culture. You know what I mean? I like that because we need to preserve it. Because pretty soon the youngsters ain't gonna even know what it. You know what's up you know what i mean he's also introducing future stars so get at him he got a podcast he's deep he's po po you know how you do it po po politician you spell that that's p p p how we feeling peace out uh popolitikin.com welcome back to popolitikin.com your home for self-help meets hip-hop make sure you go on spotify we're on google play we're on apple music Type in Pole Paul ticket list on my interviews since 2008. One, two, one, two, I'm a place to be with Stephanie Tejada. How you doing? Hi, I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you. Now I got to shout out my homie Chris too, because I heard about you through his show, Hip Hop Apocalypse. Yes, I saw you, uh, you're a model, you're a comedian, you was on the Bad Girls Club. Yep. So uh, reality TV star, stand-up comedian uh i do a lot of like comedy is like my biggest passion it's what i do most of like y'all anybody who follows me i have characters i have skits i have parody music i do stand-up um i'm actually getting into writing so it's it's comedy is like my heart but i've done a lot of other stuff i've modeled i've been on the Bands club i've go-go dance i have a business um you know <laughs> i'm an aspiring actress i've done a lot of background work Independent stuff. <laughs> so how did you get involved with comedy? Huh? How did you get involved with comedy? I've always like like been like the goofy, like I feel like God brought me to like stand up comedy and like showed me what my purpose in life was. But it's something that was always in me and that I was passionate about that I never realized because it was just there. I never realized that it's like something. You know what I mean? Like, you know when some, like probably you as a, you know, you do podcasts, you like talking to people and you never thought like, I should do a career out of this. I should do something because I'm good at talking to people. So I'm a little high right now, so I might ramble. <laughs> uh, well, I was asking you, I said, you want to smoke, let me know. Oh, I didn't even see. I was just like, oh, I'm gonna be on. I was actually smoking. I was like, oh no, I thought it was starting as well. Let me say, so who, uh, who are some of your favorite comedians? Um, as far as stand-up comedy, I really love Dave Chappelle. I just love his style. I think he's hilarious the way he just, he overdoes all his stories, but it's such, and it's such a, it's such a way that it's like, we know you're lying, but it's almost like, but are you? Like, because <laughs> he knows how to do it in such a way. So I love his storytelling. Um, as far as like comedians, just comedians, um, like comedic actors, Lucille Ball, um, Jim Carrey, yeah, those are like my top two. Um, I love John Leguizamo as far as like the Latinos. I know there's not too many Latinos, but like in the Latino community, I absolutely love John Leguizamo, George Lopez, uh, Fluffy, all of them, you know. Right now, I really like Funny Ada. I know she's kind of new in like the mainstream comedy, but Ada Rodriguez is, is amazing. I would say who, uh, yeah, I like her. She's funny too. I would say, Nate, can you name some of your, like, I know you do a lot of characters on YouTube, so who are some of your, uh, like the people, the characters people like the most. So just talk about some of your characters you do. I saw you did like Ratchetta or something. I was gonna say, like Ratchetta is like a fan favorite, like so much so that like, 
people actually are like, yo, can like Rachetta like do something like they want Rachetta to do her own page, do her own thing. So like Rachetta is like the probably the most popular one. Man, who um, is she? They might not know who she is. So Rachetta is a character I do that is inspired by like that whole friend who's like down for whatever, but you know, not really like the, <laughs> the girl with the perks, you know what I'm saying? Cause like I said, I've go-go danced, I've modeled, I've worked around a lot of girls like this. And I also feel like every girl, we have like our inner, like our inner thoughts. <laughs> and Rachel, I'd be like, embrace the booty. Do you want to pay your phone bills? What's wrong with that? You know, like she'll like own it. So. Girls really like Rachetta. Guys, like, I have messages from guys who are like, it's good with Rachetta. I'm like, if you don't get the fuck out of my inbox, sir, like, you know this is just a wig and a stuff. <laughs> People are crazy. So, Rachetta Now I would say, who else you do, though? I think people really like when I do my Nicki Minaj raps. Mm. Um, and <laughs> Shakira. Oddly, especially when I had my blonde hair, people used to tell me I looked like her, and I was like, y'all are bugging. But when I used to do my impression of her and Nicki Minaj, those are like also favorites, I feel. But Rachetta has taken over. I don't know how it got like this. I think <laughs> I like, what I like the most, the one I like the most, and I think you need to keep doing it because I think it's going to take off, is the one you be when smoking and doing jokes. That's cool. Hot I like that. I think that's gonna, that can turn to a whole show for you. I think so. If it ain't already, we'll, so we'll talk about that a little bit. So High O'Clock is something that I started on a platform called OnlyFans where um, people have to pr like uh, pay a subscription, like a Netflix almost, to view your content. So you post like <clears throat> exclusive content, videos, whatever you want to post. Um, I post a lot of like stand-up comedy, like every Sunday I do the High O'Clock show. And the High O'Clock show is when I smoke a blunt while doing new jokes on topics that like the fans suggest. So I don't, sometimes I don't know what I'm gonna talk about until like that hour, you know? It just kind of goes by like what people suggest and their suggestions. And then the smoking element just makes it like a whole like chill factor. Like how you smoking right now doing this podcast. But imagine I'm up here like, so do you believe Sakashi 69? That motherfucker's true, like, you know what I mean? So basically I call it the most intimate stand-up comedy show on the planet, you know, it's just me the audience and a blunt and new jokes. Every episode I do new jokes. Like, and I started it because of the pandemic, you know? I couldn't have, I couldn't, I wasn't getting booked. I'm not trying to be in really big places with all the stuff going on right now, personally. So for me, I was like, I don't want to stop doing stand-up. I don't want to just like give it a break because that's how you lose it. You have to work the muscles, you know what I mean? It's not just like a physical thing, it's like you're, body, your brain, your talents, you have to keep working on them constantly. So I was like, I can't take time off. So I figured I started OnlyFans and I started doing weekly stand-up comedy shows on there and people like it. That's all you do <laughs> on there? I do that. I have a thing called Freestyle Friday where I get like words from people and I do like raps about them. Or like, let's say I don't get enough suggestions, then I'll just put on the word generator. And I have like my back turned to the word generator and my boyfriend's like reading the words off. <laughs> just freestyling. And what I did this last one is every time I choked or I couldn't think of a bar, I took a shot of fireball. <laughs> and then I do, I do some modeling on there. I do like fitness tips. I give marketing tips, comedy tips. If people like tip me, cause you can tip on there. I do like, um, magazines. Like I've been in magazines. So I might be like, if you want to see more of this magazine, send a tip. 
because you can't buy them anywhere. It's like exclusive old magazines that I've been in. I used to slay back in my day, sir. And then with Racheta, people like Racheta so much that I have the Racheta experience. So you can like have Racheta pretend to be your best friend for the day, get advice from her, talk to her, get fashion tips, random videos. It's like an experience. Or you can get the bitchy sugar baby side where she's like, excuse me, puto, you didn't pay my bills. I want my nails. And you just like listen to her complain and go about her day and people pay for this and they like it. And I would say fun. how you uh, describe your creative process because you're making a lot of content. Um, I just, you know, what inspires me is just like little things that I would normally do. Like, <laughs> Racheta is a character that I do a lot of in skits and stuff and people like her. They want a more intimate experience with Racheta. So that's how that came about. Um, well, are you writing every day or something? I'm saying, cause it's not like you yeah. gotta always be writing. Cause you always gotta be making new jokes and stuff. I have, I, I have like a schedule of like what I'm gonna post. So like I film high o'clock and like I'm going to post it the next day. Or if I know I'm going to do like me and uh, my friend Jacqueline Prasaro, who's also a stand-up comedian, she has a character called Angie from Jersey and she's Racheta's best friend and she's like, they like are the same, you know, kind of. So they have a segment because she has OnlyFans as well and we cross promote, we have a series together called The Sociopath and The Psychopath, which is Racheta and Angie giving advice and just talking shit. People love it. And um, so we just try to think of like different ways to be creative because it's hard with social media being so oversaturated, like so oversaturated. And Instagram is owned by Facebook now. So like algorithms are changing and- Yeah, you, you gotta know, pay for everything now. Exactly. So, and it's like, rather than pay for everything, I'm gonna put out a clip and get paid for the whole thing. Like I'm, I'm not investing any, like I, you know what I mean? Like Instagram is tripped. But I know uh, you 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 post a lot though. Oh, I, I know post. That's a, yeah, it's hard doing that. People don't know how hard that is. <laughs> it's something you know when you get into a certain point on social media, it's like people expect it. Like that shit's hard. Get, yeah, you get to a certain amount of followers, and people are mad if they don't get your content. They're like, "Where were you? Like, I needed your like." People tell me my skits helped them through depression, so like they look forward to that, and that's what keeps me like. I gotta make a skip for that one emo kid. But I, think, uh, I mean, with me, I mean, I don't even got that many followers, but it's hard for me to do it, then come back and put it on social media. So are you doing that all or somebody else posting this stuff for you? Oh no, I do. I do my own stuff. I actually help other people with their social media. Um, but I do my own stuff. Can you help me? I can, yeah, we can talk. But I'm saying, uh, so, uh, so you must just, are you doing this full time now or are you still working? You know, I had a job, actually, I was working from home, luckily enough, for the uh, Red Cross and unemployment office, okay. but I have vertigo, and my vertigo is bad, and the headphones that I had to wear for my job were literally, like, unbearable, and I couldn't commit the amount of time they needed from me, so I had to let that go, but I'm lucky enough that, you know, I have a platform, so my social media helps me financially. I have my store that's doing well, you know, my OnlyFans is amazing, like, I'm making more money doing stand-up at home than I have my entire career outside of the house. <laughs> Man, I, I know, uh, I remember you talking about this with Chris. Well, we're both our names are Chris. I'm Chris too, but- uh, That's so po funny. They call me Poe on here though. But I'm gonna say, I remember you talking about Bad Girls Club and you were saying you got on that because it'll help you use your social media. No, it was based, so they had reached out to me. I was 27 oh. at the time. And I feel like Bad Girls Club is like, mm, mm, that was like the, the cusp of being old for the Bad Girls Club, I felt. So I wasn't like crazy about it, 
but then they they were like well this season we're doing it different it's going to be based on social media personality oh, okay. so it was just a good platform to promote my social media on a globally networked program you know what i mean so that's kind of why i was like i'll be the old bitch on bad girls club and then i wasn't there was a girl who was older so that was <laughs> did it, do you think it really helped you a lot or you was like i didn't really need that oh i absolutely feel like it helped me it helped me get to a a place where people recognize me outside of my hometown in the most random places Man. and like people from like the uk write me and like today people are like i just saw your season i love you and i'm like where are they playing this like so it definitely is something that you know it's a bad girls club like i know a lot of guys don't know too much about it but bad girls club is like i used to watch that shit i like that shit <laughs> girl so like just being even even if i was like visiting in the house <laughs> being on it is like something like so i think it's a big deal but it's not even on anymore right they have it like on demand, I think, and like on the Oxygen app, you can watch it, um, and on like online. But people are ghetto, you know. People be using that fire stick. <laughs> uh -huh. So you, uh, you, you're in California. Yes, I'm in California now. I moved probably like the same year. I think I came out on TV because I just wanted to keep the momentum going. And I was in Orlando, which I felt like I, I, I was. I did Orlando. Like all of Orlando, I've, I've conquered it. That's how I felt. And I was like, there's literally nothing here for me. <laughs> and I just felt like I needed a bigger opportunity, a bigger scene. So moved to California. I wanted to be out here for my birthday. Um, and I did it. Yeah, because he saw you at a stand-up. So where, where were you at? Where you performing at out here? At that point, I was doing stand-up for probably like two years already. Um, it's going to be three years this October, so it's still pretty fresh. Uh, I was at Big Al's Pizza. But where? Uh, somewhere in California. I forgot what the... Like, are you, I'm in Moreno San Diego. Huh? Moreno Valley. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm going to try to... Yeah, I know yeah. what that's at. Yeah, I'm going to try to catch you next time. Oh, yeah. I mean, 2021 at this point. We'll see, right? <laughs> I know, I know, I know. So, so what are you trying to like with your career? Where are you trying to go? Like, what do you see? Like, if it's perfect for you, what would it be? What would be perfect for me is to just do what I do, like as far as the, the sketch comedy and the characters and just be able to monetize off that for like ever. I absolutely love doing comedy. I love character work. Like you give me a character and a, and, and a theme, I can do it. Like, <laughs> I love it. Um, that would be like my ideal. Like Saturday Night Live was like, hey, we want you to come bring Rochetta to the set. Holy shit. Like goal accomplished. Like that would be amazing. Um, I just want to keep making people laugh for a living. <laughs> I actually want to start a charity called Laughter Heals um, to help, uh, you know, people who are homeless, but not just like, oh, a shelter. I want to provide a place to one, you could bring your pets because I'm tired of people having to let the animals go when they are homeless. It's really sad and it makes, you know, a lot of animals suffer. So I want to do a shelter where like people can bring their pets. We have medication, food, job programs to like help you get like a resume and like we're going to have like someone to dress you in a business suit. So we're going to help you get your foot in the door, not just like a place to crash. That's what I really want to do as far as like a charity that I want to start. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Are you talking like any like television, TV deals and stuff like that? I feel like you should already be out like your stuff is good. So I feel like 
they might not know about you or something, but you should already be out there. Thank you. Right now, um, you know, there's not a lot going on because of this pandemic. There's not a lot of castings and filming. Everything is on. I actually have an audition on Zoom tomorrow. Um, so there's not a lot going on right now. Uh, reality shows have reached out to me, but it's like for the like the dating shows and shit. Like I don't want to do no ex on the beach and like be surprised when my ex boyfriend comes out the water that I gave y'all his contact number. Like that's stupid to me. I don't want to do like anything like. Uh, basically, if it's not involved in comedy or like a personal experience, I don't want to do it because I feel like it's just going to be something like the Bagos Club. Oh, it's just a, a party house. Yeah, because I, I don't, I forgot the name of it, but I, I saw this, it was an app, and it was basically like all the like, kind of like YouTube creators or like social media influencers, but they're mm -hmm. all on there and they all have their own channel. It's like a television show, but it's an app. So I'll find it, I'm going to send it to you, because shit. Oh, like Zeus. <laughs> Zeus. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they ain't hit you up either yet? I mean, Zeus, I think that's like, I think that's owned by an influencer, and he's kind of just putting his friends on. And I'm trying oh, to know about I've done my research. Um, so it's not really something that I've considered. I have been working with the Dame Dash Network on a on a parody talk show with Racheta and two other girls. Um, on his channel? Yeah, he has a platform like Zeus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Dame Dash, yeah. <laughs> That's tight. So, yeah, we already filmed a bunch of episodes, but with the pandemic and then everything that happened with the, the riots and the protesting, um, you know, the buildings are kind of like closed right now. So we're waiting um on the footage and then i'm actually <laughs> one of the writers which is weird because i my friends are like duh you're a writer like you write skits you write characters like you're a writer and i never thought of it so now i'm actually like writing like a script me and the girls oh, yeah. so yeah. we're writing our own show for the dame dash network it's um it's gonna be part of kind of like a you know in living color obviously okay. yeah so it's gonna be something called screwballs and it's going to be a segment within Screwballs that we're writing. So we're just getting the edits, and then that should be out hopefully by the end of this year. <laughs> yeah, I actually went through one of his courses a few years ago. He had a course called Intelligent Boss Moves, and I went through oh. it. Yeah. yeah. I'm, a big, I'm a big fan of Dame Dad. That's tight. I'm glad you said that. I didn't hear that in the last interview. Yeah, we did that. We filmed five episodes at the studio. It looks like an actual talk show. We had a big green screen, and it was Racheta. Jacqueline Pissarro plays Angie, and I told you we have a show on OnlyFans. And then uh, Cynthia Krishner, who's an actress, she plays the other host, Barbara June, who's a Southern girl. And we're all just like wild, inappropriate characters. It's like the anti-talk show. It's hilarious. And we're really excited for that. So. You already got my title now. It's a, it's um Stephanie Tejada talks working with Dame Dash and more on pole politics. <laughs> I'm just gonna take that whole part, but like, she just talking about this the whole interview. Nah, yeah, and then he has something called uh quarantine part uh the comedy parlor quarantine edition, and it's like a stand-up special. And I, and I have an episode on there too of stand-up comedy. So and then um you said you have a clothing store, so are you making all your clothes or how you doing that? I work with yes, DJ Period. That's my homie. <laughs> That's my bro. You should get ones for the girls and put a little T. Period. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> but um, I work with different designers. You know, some of the shirts I'll like send them the graphic and you know that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, it's it's basically a boutique. So we have different sellers, different things. My thing is the novelties. So, like this is mine, the novelties, and. I got little things. I'll show you. I haven't released it on the store, but I will give you the sneak peek. 
I'm really excited. You know, the high o'clock show. And I'm, that's like part of my brand, like marijuana enthusiast. So we got the high clock ring. And you can put your blunt just right there in the little hand. That's tiny. How much that going to cost? Uh, this would probably be like 12 Yeah, that's, that's good for, I mean, women, because y'all don't want to mess up y'all nails, right? We don't want to mess up our nails, burning our nails, burning our lips. Ew. <laughs> So what would you like? To, what would you say to any? Any you might be like a younger kid. They want to do something like what you're doing right now. What would you tell them? Um, I would say that anything is possible with God. And I know that sounds crazy coming from somebody who's on the band girls club and models and all this stuff. But I don't think I've been. I would have been anywhere without that. Um, and I just feel like you have to believe in yourself. Like don't. I get shit every day from people. Like all the time crazy things and if i were to let just one little comment get to me it would just make a stream of just negativity and self-doubt you just gotta ignore that shit and realize who you are honestly and love yourself first and um have a plan don't just go into things blindly do your research <laughs> strategize you know what i mean don't just don't do things impulsively you know it's okay to be inspired by impulse but don't just be like I'm gonna start a store right now. Like, no, have it thought out, figure out what you wanna do, figure it out. And what's a, what's a good way to flip a G right now? To flip a G right now? Yeah. Uh, I would say invest into yourself. Whatever your brand is, invest half of that. See where it goes. And then invest half of that. And then the other half, save it. Because <laughs> it's a hard time. I keep saying a G. I'm trying. I'm waiting till somebody say what's a G, but nobody said that. Everybody answers the question <laughs> so far. Everybody knows what a G is, but one day I'm gonna hit somebody. They're gonna be like, "What's a G?" And then um, the the guests they tell me that they want this question too. They say, "What's an interesting life story for you that you went through?" Um, when I was a go-go dancer, you know, I was go-go dancing for seven years in that club lifestyle. I didn't realize I had a drinking problem. It seemed so normal to me <laughs> and just such a normal thing to just turn up six nights a week all the time. Like it, it seemed normal and like, it's not. And that party persona that everybody loved, I don't know her because she was fucked up. So there's a story for you. <laughs> what exactly is a go-go dancer? Uh, so when you go to clubs, we're not like strippers. We're like the girls who you see in the costume. Sometimes we have the headdresses or depending on the outfits, we'll be in cages and like, we're like the entertainers. But you don't touch them. You can't like put money on them. Like, it's not like that. It's like their security. Like, it's just entertainment, like just professional dancing. You don't be like twerking in people's faces and like, you know, stuff like that. Okay. And what would you like to say to your fans and supporters? I, I love y'all. Thank you for rocking with me. I, it's been a, a while. I really appreciate y'all and thank you, Team Tejada. Check out my stuff, stephaniezahada.com. All right, I want to say thanks for coming through politicking with me. Thank you. All right, you already said your social media, so I guess we out. You got anything else you want to leave listeners with? Um, no. We we said the shirt thing on camera, right? Talking mm -hmm. about the shirt. Yeah, so that's fine. Yeah. What's up, everybody? This is Poe from PoePolitikin.com. I'm, I'm into wholesale real estate. I did an online course, and I thought it was pretty cool, so I want to share it with y'all. The name of the course is called The Varsity Class, and it's an online course that will teach you the tools to become a real estate investor. 
This course will show you everything you need to know about wholesaling properties and real estate that can potentially earn you $5,000, $10,000, $20,000 or more. So you can make a lot of money in this wholesale real estate. This is a good course to get you uh, get your foot in the door. So you can change your life today. And the link is bit.ly backslash pole homes. So bit.ly backslash pole homes with an S. So thank you. Check it out. I'll holla. Thanks for listening to Pole Politicking. Like I said, this is Self Help Meets Hip Hop. Try to interview the artists or whoever I'm interviewing. Just try to get a little bit more than just the music or just entertainment. Try to get some, some stuff that you can use in your life that they're saying. And this is, uh, like they say, I got it out the mud. So 2008 we started it and been doing it this whole time. So I appreciate all the listeners we have, all my loyal listeners that stay, stay down and listen to every episode. So if you want to be a guest, make sure you got some fire. I want some heat. But you can contact me at polepoliticking at gmail.com. Yeah, if you want to be a guest, hit me up. And also make sure you check out the store. We sell merch, rappertshirts.com. Rappertshirts.com. So I got the pole politicking merch on there. Got rapper t-shirts, got men's fashion, women's fashion, got cool stuff on there. Anybody, you know, you want to make donations, you just like what you hear, you like, it's cool. I want to support this, keep going, because you know. Takes money to build this and keep growing it. It's a cash app dollar sign pole politicking. That's P O P O L I T I C K I N. I appreciate that. Or PayPal, Demo. It's always pole politicking. And we're also looking for sponsors. So if you have a book, you have an album you're about to come out with, your record label, your uh, magazine, anybody that has something they're trying to promote, let me know. You can email me at polepoliticking at gmail. And we can work something out, work out a deal. But yeah, I'm looking for sponsors, so hit me up. And I appreciate all the support. And I'll see you next episode. Ahala. Popolitikin.com.